You Siang will get it for what six months or nine months, right? No, the government. No, that one. That one it really depends, bro. I don't think we yeah. can. We are eligible for that, man. Uh, that one is thirty-seven and above, right? Hmm. Okay, that's that's one thing. Why why is thirty-seven and above? Below thirty-seven, we cannot do business, man. We cannot no, become a young entrepreneur. I don't know. Because life crisis. Maybe if you say seven, you you may not be uh, having a family, maybe a house, your own name, or maybe. <laughs> okay, then I te- then then why why do I need to pay tax? Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to three, two, one podcast by Paper Film Play. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to another session of our podcast. Uh, and we are all working from home. Today, we are having our podcast with our special guest all the way from the airport, all the way from the eastern side of Singapore, Ruben. So Ruben is uh, actually our longtime friend and uh, he's actually uh, working under, under the airline industry. And today, we have the chance to be able to talk to him. And before we begin, I'd just like to give a shout out to Royal for powering this whole, uh, you know, providing us with uh, their chairs, their gaming chairs for all of our studio people. And uh, so do visit mm-hmm. them at royal.sg, R-O-Y-A-L-E.sg to find out more. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's begin. So, Ruben, how are you? I'm good, guys. Thank you for having me here today. Yes, most welcome, man. So, how have you been? Good, good. Uh, not the best that we want to be in, uh, but yeah, surviving. <laughs> so, <laughs> surviving. Uh, are you like still working or? No, no, I'm on uh, no pay leave at the moment. Oh, so you're not essential, uh. Essential, <laughs> but uh, we can't do much in the airline industry if the. Uh, Countries continue to have their lockdowns in place. Actually, yeah. So, do you consider this a lockdown? In Singapore, not quite actually, because uh, we have the uh, liberty to go out uh, to buy essentials and stuff like that. Compared mm. to uh, our neighboring countries, I think we are in a much better situation. Yeah, I agree, lah. Definitely, we are. We are definitely better. So much off better. I mean, we're still able to go. I mean, we're still able to actually go out. And go and get the essentials, you mm. know, and then I mean, that it's not without the so need for having to get a you know a pass from the uh, local police, you know, to go and buy essentials stuff like that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, which country is that? I have no uh, idea. Yeah, India. Sorry, where India is it? No, oh, in India. I mean, Philippines and Malaysia, I believe. You mean they need uh, a pass to go out from the house? Yeah, in the Philippines, I was told that you need a pass to go out. Uh, so each family is given one pass or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Oh. The one, yeah, that that the one. Uh, I mean, I'm aware lah about the, the. I mean, having to be in Philippines, I think there's an age also. A certain age, then you can go out and buy the essentials, and there's also a window time that you actually have to fulfill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I think we're, we're quite. I mean, we're fortunate to be able to have this so-called uh, circuit breaker uh, kind of uh, situation, or rather, uh, right Absolutely now lah. Fortunate mm. lah, but like I can see like a lot of people not following the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing lah. <laughs> but how, how how has it been? Um, Ruben, just just curious, right? So when COVID first took place at the airport, I mean, what what did you see? You know, flights cancelling. I mean, was there like a sign of worry that you know, or oh, this thing is going out of hand? Really, it's getting a bit 
more worse. I mean, it's, it's getting more serious now. We should take precautions. We should be cautious. I mean, did that Definitely. occur to you? Um, initially, you know, when we start seeing countries uh, taking their own precautions and uh, locking down uh, their borders, uh, I believe uh, this affected the airline industry uh, uh, pretty much uh, in a very negative way because uh, we were not able to transport uh, passengers uh, to and fro uh, Singapore. Singapore been a hub uh, in Southeast Asia. Uh, you know, we were expecting uh, a much better outcome. But then again, because of the lockdowns in the various countries, and I work for a low-cost carrier where, you know, uh, we fly within the region uh, in Asia Pac. And then uh, we see a lot of countries locking down. And due to that uh, requirements, we were not able to uh, uh, fly passengers in and out. And day by day, we were seeing, you know, um, our numbers of passengers drop uh, with uh, cancellations and postponement of trips uh, coming up. So that itself was, a, was a, like a... How do I say uh, a warning to us? And of course, uh, we are now at a situation where the entire um, airline industry is uh, heavily affected. We uh, most airlines have stopped flying, uh, except mm. for maybe government charters and, and, and charter flights uh, to supply medical medical supplies and stuff like that. But and that predominantly uh, passenger traffic is uh, almost at zero percent. We still have a couple of flights uh, from our other partners that we see here and there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. So, so when it first, uh, I mean, when it was still in the early stages, what were the precautions that you guys had to take? You know, when, uh, I mean, when I think we found out that, you know, when it first took place, right, we had uh, so-called, uh, you know, we first, first started off with China, right? We mm-hmm. banned yep, yep, flights yep. from China coming in. And then after that, uh, gradually, we took note of certain uh, flights coming in from certain countries. You know, uh, well, I believe what the aviation industry did uh, initially was to protect the frontline staff, uh, which is commendable, uh, I would say, because uh, they provided the uh, essentials like uh, face masks, uh, gloves and hand sanitizers uh, for the frontline staff, uh, mm-hmm. predominantly the check-in staff, uh, the pilots, the cabin crew, yeah. So they were mm-hmm. given the the, the items, uh, the PPEs, you call it, the personal protective uh, equipment, mm-hmm. uh, to still operate in a safe environment. So you know, exposed to the members of public, uh, there will never be a hundred percent guarantee that you will not get it. But mm-hmm. at least uh, uh, all the airlines and the ground handlers took the initiative to to protect the staff to minimize any. Um, uh, contamination uh, or the risk of getting the virus mm-hmm. to prevent the spread lah in yep, a way yep, yep. yeah but so far um, how has it been I mean it has uh, can I confidently say that zero staff actually caught this COVID-19 because of this uh, you know precautions that's been taken uh, thankfully we are still at a very 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 minimal number I believe, I think I saw some mutual reports on uh, SQ cabin crew getting affected. Uh, oh, I okay. Remember, uh, who came from, I think, Milan or from Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope I hope the, the, the crew is doing well now. Uh, my well wishes to the crew. But pre- beyond that, I don't see the uh, aviation industry being affected in terms of the numbers of uh, cases. 
thankfully, thankfully, and I hope it stays that way for till the end. Hmm. Now the thing is, um, you know, how about uh passenger travel? When I mean now that China, you know, it gradually people are starting to. I mean, the lockdown has been lifted for certain uh, places in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Has I mean, when soon do you think? Uh, you know, flights will be resuming soon. When I mean resuming as per normal, or uh, not really as per normal, but re- maybe uh, you know, flights will start to reinstate itself, and then people will start yeah. to travel again. How soon do you well, think? I believe we happen? have got to uh, protect our own turf first. So in Singapore, we see the cases rising. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last few days, quite alarming, uh, in the number of uh, uh, cases that we have seen. Uh, so I believe we got to take care of our own turf, our own country first. Make sure that the uh, local transmission is uh, no longer there before we accept people from other countries. I mm, think it's, it's it's to our own interests uh, that we should do that. Uh, but having said that, of course, we, you know we, we will uh, heed the advice of the uh, the government and the mm. medical experts that we have uh, uh, working for them. Mm. Yeah, that's true, lah. Then you know, uh, actually, we've seen videos, you know, of uh, check-in staff celebrating that uh, flights were cancelled. So <laughs> at the time when at the, at the time when they, you know, they were yeah, yeah yeah they were celebrating, you know, saying that oh you know a lot of flights cancelled, you know that kind of thing. You know, so the thing you is, you know, that, no, they uh, pay cut. They also going they are pay also going to cancel. Yeah, yeah that, that was the thing, right? So you you saw them dancing, celebrating, but then they were not aware that it also affect them that they have to take no pay leave. I mean, have you heard of cases like ah oh, man, you know, uh, people celebrating and then after that, uh, they the ones that celebrated are also the same group of people who like stress like oh man, you know, there's no job. <laughs> that would yeah, be like to be the honest, uh, Marcus, it's news to me because I have not seen any of the staff are celebrating. Maybe uh, you can share the video with me. <laughs> but <laughs> to to the staff that I work with, everybody has shown concern. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I uh, I oversee operations in, in three countries, uh, in Australia, Philippines, and Japan, mm-hmm. and um, uh, we see the staff being very worried uh, for the for themselves and for the families. You know, although although even even the last few days that we were still operating, although the situation was pretty bad, but they were still coming to work, uh, giving the hundred percent because um, they know they know they have got a rice bowl uh, to, to to cover and also. Um, to support the company any way possible. So when the mm-hmm. we stopped operations, I mean, uh, I, I I received a lot of messages from many of the staff um, showing expressing concern actually. But of course, mm-hmm. we we got to tell them that you know this is temporary. Uh, they should just uh, stay at home, uh, recuperate, and and stay safe until it, uh, the 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 government restrictions are all lifted and the whole world progresses in in the way we should. Mm. Yeah, so I guess you know we we can see from here how uh, you know dependent we are with uh, you know the flights you know people coming in mm-hmm. especially tourism tourism is actually very heavy uh, heavy part on us I mean being in Singapore like we depend heavily on tourism lah right definitely definitely you know so so uh, for for the refunds <laughs> like every you need to refund everyone is it those who's it. Those who did the cancellation. Yeah. So um, I think what the airlines are doing, most of the airlines are refunding by uh, vouchers. So it's more like uh, postponing your trip than getting back your money, um, because the the airlines need to stay afloat as well. 
Mm. So they were, they, they were, I think most of them would have already received their vouchers or in the process of receiving it because I believe the airline was overwhelmed with all these requests in the last few weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. So by now, I think most of them should get their vouchers and once it is safe to start traveling, maybe those passengers that have been affected, they can uh, rethink their, their plans to travel um, and you know, maybe have a, a break. After all this uh, excitement over the COVID nineteen is over, mm. excitement. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, personally, yeah. like, how long does this excitement you you feel that it will last? Well, there's excitement just because every day you're 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 looking out. Uh, you know, for us you now here in Singapore, we're looking at CNA uh, in the evening, so we're waiting for Gov.sg to uh, send us text to see what's the numbers today. <laughs> yeah. Have we gone up? Have we gone down? Uh, can yeah. we start moving out or not? Yeah. So I believe yeah. <laughs> all we, waiting we for the the ban uh, to to be lifted. Yeah, we don't want this to carry on, like you know, uh, for the, for the good of the entire world. So let's hope the better news come in. Mm. <laughs> hey, Ruben, you like drifting away, yeah? <laughs> the mic. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like suddenly you talk, then you like. Eh. <laughs> Okay, so now the thing is that uh, I've also heard that uh, Terminal 4 has closed. Is it true? Terminal Closure of Terminal mean? 4. Terminal 2, I, I, I Terminal believe... 2 is closed. Terminal or 2, is... yes, is closed. Uh, terminal 4, what I heard was that uh, some airlines uh, you know, are being told to shift back to other terminals, I think. I believe that's true? what the, uh, the authorities are looking at now because uh, to, to consolidate the operations and also to um, contain, so no, to minimize the waste op- opening all four terminals at this point of time mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there's not much of activity in any of the terminals. So I, I think it's a good idea to, to consolidate the operations into one or two terminals and then uh, once the situation Im- improves, then they may uh, consider... Um, Opening up uh, bit by bit. Mm. Mm, okay. So yeah. Anyway, Ruben, just to check, you know, do you have figures, a rough figure, of how our travel, uh, you know, the, the amount of people that actually comes through Changi Airport? Because the thing is that you know, every now and then, uh, when we actually, uh, you know, there's, there's people that always say like, you know, why so many terminals? Is it a necessity for Singapore to open up to Terminal Five? You know, do you think do you think it's a necessary thing that we you know we, we have so many terminals in Singapore? I mean, such a small country, Wi Fi. Well, I trust our government. I mean, I believe they have done their numbers, uh, and, and the projection uh, looks good, uh, or was looking good uh, rather. <laughs> looking good, so I believe they have all the figures to support their their division to open terminal five. Uh, mm-hmm. But now with this uh, relook of tourism, I, I believe we'll be relooking the whole uh, uh, mind mapping that we're doing to see whether is this project still valid or should they do any reconsidering or maybe uh, delaying the project. Mm-hmm. But I think I should not be answering this. I believe you, uh, the authority will be answering time to come. But uh, you, you can see, I mean, for yourself, uh, because it's more of like how how have you seen uh, airport, you know, transit lah. Rather, I mean personally, I feel that yeah, it's justifiable because we've got a lot of different airlines coming in. Uh, we have a lot of movement in the transit area, and uh, you know, for that, 
sometimes I just tell people that, you know, hey, you, you have no idea how busy the transit is at the airport. You know, how many yep. people we, we see every day going in, uh, entering, not really entering Singapore, but transiting flights rather. And uh, for that, I say that, you know, we're actually really a, a, a hub, you know, call it a, we say whether to call it an air hub, but, um, you know, a lot of uh, transiting, a lot of uh, thing going on. Uh, you know, that's why we have also, you know, retail, you know. Yeah, yeah, we, we are an air hub, I, I, I believe, in this region. Uh, I think, as we all know, we are strategically uh, placed the uh, center of South Asia. So many, many other uh, countries depend on us uh, for the transfer uh, facility. So from Europe to Australia and vice versa, from America to, to Australia, uh, even from Asia, within Asia, we, we are strategically placed, uh, say, from North Asia to South Asia, that kind of uh, uh, regions. So we, we have seen a heavy flow of traffic. I mean, I work in the airport, I walk around, you see uh, hundreds and thousands of them a day. Uh, not entering the country, but just transiting to uh, on to the next flight. So it's been heavily affected. I believe uh, we as a as an air hub we have been heavily affected by this because uh, we lose all the revenue that we receive now. Because passengers who come in on transit, they don't just uh, rush to the next flight. Okay, many a time they do, but uh, there have been there may be many other passengers who may have a long layover, say mm. a couple of hours, who spend in the airport. You know. They buy uh, duty-free stuff, they, they eat, dine-in, uh, and they use the facilities that we have. So I believe we'd be affected, uh, or the airport will be affected by this um, shot of passengers now in the airport. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So the next thing is, um, I'm just curious, you know, um, now yeah, that you know, everybody... I mean, that's why we ask questions. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, correct, correct. If, you, if, if you don't know, then, you know, I don't want to be assuming it's better to hear yeah. you know, what, what, what uh, Ruben has to share with us. I mean, from the... I mean, I don't have all the answers, lives. Marcus, but uh, I'll try my best you know, to just share what I Actually, know. Actually, it's, it's more of like experience rather. Maybe like what kind of experiences or uh, maybe what kind of situations you've seen. Uh, you know, during this uh, COVID situation and, uh, you know, having to take temperatures. Now, the thing is that I'm just curious with your, I mean, the, the airlines that you're working in, uh, were you guys involved with uh, taking back uh, people from, I mean, uh, what, what I call it, extracting people from uh, the, the affected countries back to Singapore? Were your, was your airlines involved in that extraction? No, no, not not in the airline that I work for, but uh, I believe uh, Singapore Airlines and, and Scoot have done uh, their part in this um, to to bring back mm -hmm. passengers from uh, uh, Europe, from Australia, New Zealand. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we are still working on it. I think there's there are still many Singaporeans who are who are still uh, stuck in the countries that they are currently residing in, and when mm -hmm. they are, who wants to come back. So I think the government is getting involved uh, to arrange for some sort of charter flights uh, with the respective airlines to see if they can bring back um, uh, passengers to our country. And also at the same time, those foreigners who are already here and would like to, to go back uh, to their loved ones in their own countries, I believe we are going to do uh, both ways. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have to wait for the news to come in. I mean, uh, works, uh, there are plenty of things going around the airport now, plenty of planning to be done. Uh, which mm -hmm. I believe the, the respective areas have been looking at and uh, hopefully they can come up with something good so that we can, um, we can help whoever is in need now. Then how, how, I mean, how are you working from home? How is everything? I mean, working from home, what, what do you have to do now? 
I mean, working from home since you're you know you're usually based as a you know operation side, right? Learn learn yeah. how to learn how to make tosi. <laughs> <laughs> beyond so beyond that, as well, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so how's and, uh, it, and, and, and playing around with Netflix and some games here and there, but uh, yeah. I think spending time with family uh, until we don't have to see each other really. But uh, beyond that, <laughs> that's why you see inside the car. <laughs> yeah, just so but, everybody uh, knows. That, uh, beyond that, I think um, like we're lucky now in this in this age and, and uh, time where you know technology, we've got the phones and uh, internet and emails and the laptop and stuff like that. So we are working. I am working from home. Uh, mm-hmm. Now currently I'm on unpaid leave. Uh, maybe I think next week we should be. Uh, working from home, uh, and from there, then we will be all mostly e- email communication. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. this is time to do our projects and complete whatever projects and, and uh, amendments to the manuals and stuff like that, that we can we can work on while the uh, the industry is going to recover. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, you're you're on no pay leave for how long? You're not on work from home uh, at the moment. At the moment, no, I'm on no pay leave. Three weeks actually. Three weeks of no pay leave, ah. Uh? So basically, wow. you get one one week pay like this man, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I need you all to blanja me food. Uh. Maybe you all can book for me uh, hey, grab food you, or food vendor. <laughs> hey, do you apply? Do you apply for your temp? I uh, mean, temporary uh, relief fund. Uh? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, and thankfully I received it uh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, you sucks, lah, Marcus. They don't want to give you money, lah. Here's the thing, yeah. right? I, I applied for it, you no, know, I didn't get it, no. Did you apply it online it. or you went to the CC? You do it. Online? I, I did it. I did it online. Yeah, on on Monday mm. I did it online, and uh, they and quite pretty fast actually. So by Wednesday, I think yesterday evening, I received a text saying <laughs> that the money. Yeah. Uh, what what are what are the things you provide the documents? Uh, maybe you want to share with uh, us. Just uh, email from the la. company uh, saying saying that I will be on no pay for three weeks. Actually, that's the only thing I. I uh, That's why it's very hard because we are the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you all are under the um, entrepreneur <laughs> team, right? Uh, yeah, yeah self-employed team. So yeah, get something out of it. Like, relax, lah. You <laughs> will get it for what six months or nine months, right? No, the government. No, that one. That one. It really depends, bro. I don't think we yeah. can. We are eligible for that, man. Uh, that one is thirty-seven and above, right? Hmm. Okay, that's that's one thing. Why why is thirty-seven and above? Below thirty-seven, we cannot do business, man. We cannot no, become a young entrepreneur. I don't know. Because life crisis. Maybe if you are thirty-seven, you you may not be uh, having a family, maybe a house, your own name, or maybe. <laughs> okay, then I te- then then why why do I need to pay tax? <laughs> no, here's the thing, right? They call it the midlife crisis. Thirty-seven years old. Okay, so imagine you do your own business at thirty-seven. But I don't know. This is my assumption, ah. You do your own business at thirty-seven years old. Business mm. fail, you close, and then after that, you want to try and go and find for a job outside, maybe at thirty-eight or thirty-nine. Nobody wants to hire you because you're old. You know what I mean? Nonsense. I mean, this is the. What kind of I think this is, is what I think it is, ah. Yeah, we call then it. I think there's a cage. Yeah, there's a cage. Yeah, but y'all can go and appeal mm. and all this. Maybe they'll look case by case. You can try appeal, oh yeah. <laughs> really, but Sienna, I can't even get the $500, man. What the heck? <laughs> Miss, you're doing good, bro. You'll get, it. You'll get the $600. I think they're giving every year for everything. $600. Everybody gets. Yeah, I mean, like imagine you get $600 and then you still get $500. Why not, right? <laughs> I think your your documents is incomplete, lah. You gotta pay the bill and all this, bro. 
Maybe ask Zal to come up with a letter lah, saying that company closed down or work from home or something like that. No, I will ask Zal to write a letter stating to pay him back the $500 I borrowed from him first to go and buy groceries. How about that? Say that. Ask Zal for another letter. Say that, hey, give me back my money because I borrowed money from my friend to go and buy groceries first. Uh, now I owe him money. So can I can I get the five hundred dollars now? Oh yeah, the, the NQC one I won't pay you, right? Okay, <laughs> you might yeah. remind me. Oh yeah, that remind. Oh yeah, remind remind you, right? So <laughs> Ruben, have you yeah. seen or experienced any panic buying for yourself? Uh, it's all over social media now, actually. How about yourself uh, personally? When you you go down uh, to the supermarket? No, no, no. I avoided I avoided all the supermarkets during the panic buy period. <laughs> Who 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 buys groceries for you guys? I do lah. I I do it after a day or two lah because I don't I don't have the need to do it on the spot in the ah, okay, okay. buying uh, uh, period. So I just did it after a couple of days and yeah. I mean we are well stocked. I think just mm-hmm. you need to give the supermarkets time lah. You know, at the end of the day you see all the shelves empty, but I'm sure they do a good job in replacing everything. You know, in the morning mm. if you open up, they open up again. You see the the shelves are all filled up again. Mm-hmm, correct. Mm. Yeah. So what 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 are your thoughts about people who actually stockpile? Is it a necessity? I mean, I mean, do you think that it's okay because you know they are just getting themselves ready? Uh, well, each man for for his man. One man's uh, meat, another man's poison. Like I always think uh, <laughs> I will leave it uh, to each of them to decide. But at the end of the day, I just feel that they waste resources if they throw it away because uh, somebody else would have benefited from the item that they are, they were throwing away. Correct. Uh, I've seen what I saw one post on Facebook where they say you know one guy uh, hold, held up like a, a packet of meat, and then they'll say like the what hundred thousand ton or one thousand ton of uh, food wastage in the last few weeks due to this uh, panic buying. Mm. But then again, uh, I'll leave it to each of uh, each individual to to decide that lah. You know, end of the day, we, I can't speak for them, but I hope they will not uh, panic buy in Singapore because I think we are well stocked uh, at least for the next few months. Uh. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing, right? Uh, when was that? Ah, uh? there was a article by Channel News Asia. One of our one of our ministers saying that uh, Singapore should get ready for disruption uh, because of this uh, panic buy. So the the question yeah. is, you know, how how do we get ready? For this, I mean, this kind of disruption that is to come. You know what I mean? I mean, we cannot be mentally ready, right? So you want to get ready means what? You stockpile, is it? I mean, stockpile to a basic amount. I don't over stockpile. They after you throw away everything that you you bought with it. Uh, mm. Maybe the dry items you stockpile. Okay, fair enough. But it lasts for months. You stockpile on on, on fresh items or what? Uh, it doesn't make sense to me, like because you can only eat a certain number of uh, dishes of food a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True, ah. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, open the whole fridge, like, wow, the vegetables. But then there are also people saying that, hey, you know, if I were to uh, keep frozen vegetables, it can actually last longer. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Just like how yeah, they say, if, that, you know, if they do it that way, like, they just leave it in the in the normal compartments, and then after a few days, you see the all the the leaves and all turn yellow and stuff, and then they throw it away, spread away. You know, that makes no sense mm-hmm. to me, like. Yeah, but I mean, personally wise, I feel that you know, stockpiling is definitely not really a good thing to do but, i mean yeah, we have yeah. to think about the lower lower income group lah you know Sorry. like for example like me lah you know lower income group <laughs> want to <laughs> i want to buy diapers okay 
I I'll you just, and your diaper. <laughs> no, I will just share the experience because the thing is that I couldn't buy diapers off Red Mart because the thing is that my daughter wears uh, this particular brand of uh, diapers because of the rash. Okay. So I can only purchase these diapers uh, via online. And the thing is, okay. I couldn't get a delivery slot. And at the same time, uh, it was also quite worrying because I had Facebook friends who stated that, you know, they couldn't find milk powder. Mm. Now, the thing is oh. that if you, if you don't have enough money, you cannot stockpile, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you have, I mean, there are definitely people who actually live, what, what we call it, hand to mouth. When you get the money, then you definitely, just definitely. buy, you know. So the thing is that, yeah, it's better <laughs> not to stockpile. Lah. I'm just speaking from experience. Lah. <laughs> I wouldn't encourage that. La. You press the ATM, la. your house ATM, I think they uh, support the government straight away. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now the next thing, okay, we, we are moving towards a phase where everything is takeaway. Have you guys bought your containers, your Tupperware? Uh, I think my mom has got all the takeaway containers uh, stacked up. <laughs> usually, this, up. Yeah, usually this kind of thing is just ask your, just ask your mom, bro. Come on, got a lot of <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> ice cream container. <laughs> <laughs> my mom must ask my dad because <laughs> usually he's the one that keeps the containers la. I but think anyway, most Singaporean uh, parents they, they, they stack it up before even the need arises uh, so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely uh, they're going to have a, I mean, uh, short, uh, a shortage of it la, definitely because the thing is that everybody is buying takeaways now you know, mm, no more correct. gone are those days where you actually wash the plates because if you eat there, the I mean the shop owner will definitely just get somebody to wash their plates, ma. Hey, means yeah, like, really. like SKPO will be closed, right? No, so this only uh those people who open shops, yeah, they only have direct uh, distribution la, to themselves. But still oh, la, do your part, la, do your part for the environment, la. So whatever containers yeah. you have at home, use it to, to pack it up. You know, now you see recently I saw some posts on uh, uh the environment, how much clearer it is now in the skies in all the polluted countries like India. And yes. the like of uh, China, and stuff like that. so you know, I think we are doing the we are doing Mother Earth a favor, or rather, uh, we are doing Mother Earth uh, uh, some use that we, break, we are, yeah, yeah, because we have been uh, overdoing it. So now I think it's mm-hmm. our time to pay back uh, a little in whatever way possible that we can. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I just came across an an article today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in South Korea, stating that. Uh, some of the patients that were tested negative, you know, that means like they already they got it, they got well, swap mm-hmm. negative, mm-hmm. but then it came back again. Really? Yeah, really? I saw one, uh, one case where a Japanese yeah. lady got it three times. In and out, in and out, in and out, three times. Three times? It, 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 it you can get it again. It your own, uh, yeah, 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 you can. I think it's all again, down though, the whole immune system. Like, how uh, strong the immune system uh, then again, yeah. you know, uh, we got to start taking uh, healthy food, uh, 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 vitamin supplements, uh, mm. eating the right food at this point of time, do some exercise if possible. Uh, so, have you been jogging or? Yeah, I go gym once in a while, no? <laughs> but right now, now? gym closed already. Now, gym closed last Sunday. I, yeah, the last I did was Sunday. I went for a jog at the Pasir Park. So not too bad. Oh. Uh, mm. It was nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to make an effort. going to make a constant effort for that. Uh, even you know, uh, wear the mask wherever possible. As much as possible, stay at home. Right? I think I think that's correct. Uh, yeah, I think stay at home. Mm-hmm. Stay at home. Mm-hmm. We can minimize any uh, uh, local transmission in, in the process of that. I mean, yesterday I went oh. to the supermarket with my mom to get some stuff. 
And uh, once I purchased everything, and then I go up to, to the lift, uh, to get a lift to take the car. And then mm-hmm. I had a lady who, a couple, uh, actually a couple who came, went in first. And I was about to oh. join them and she said, uh, would you mind taking the next lift? <laughs> oh, you mean they told you? Yeah, they told me. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I understand, I understand. But uh, <laughs> it's the first time I got rejected by somebody from getting onto the lift. <laughs> well, you got like that one. Uh. No, but it's okay. I mean, at least you're doing your part. Yeah, yeah. You but know? at least okay, they have been honest about it. Maybe they, they don't want any contamination to take place uh, within. But then again, we, we can't uh, determine who, who would have touched the button uh, before me and after me. So, but then again, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they took the necessary precaution that they can. So I think the government has encouraged us to what, fall to a lift, I think, at most. Yeah, fall so to a lift. Uh, by it. I think, I think these are all uh, advised by medical experts. So just follow them and, and try to be safe. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of the one that I went to Simlim Uh we, we took the lift as well. Then after that, I, I just spoke. Like, I mean, I just talked. It's natural to just talk to your friends inside yeah. the lift. Uh. So no yeah. doubt we were standing in the so-called the way we are supposed to stand with the markings on the floor. Then I started talking. Then Zal went to point to me at the back and said, eh, no talking in the lift. So, <laughs> because of the spread of the virus, so you should keep your mouth shut, not only with the <laughs> mask on, but you shouldn't be talking in the lift at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you, you pass the transmission, I mean, you transmit the virus through your mouth most, most likely. So, shut the trap yeah. and then uh, stay safe right? about it. <laughs> No, now the thing is they're saying that, you know, we could actually, uh, no, there are people who are saying that, you know, we should wear gloves instead of masks. Like mm. uh, one of my friends <laughs> that we mm. spoke to yesterday that say, why the heck are we wearing masks where we should be wearing gloves as well? You know, because of the surfaces that we touch, you True. know, it's, at the end of the day, it's more of that concern that, hey, when you actually have that virus on your hand and then you actually wipe you know it you know it's very common for people to have you know put their hands on the face correct especially your nose your mouth you know so the thing is that why aren't we wearing gloves because when you actually wear gloves you kind of like uh know that this your hand is dirty you don't wipe your mouth or your nose with the glove on right I mean, Come on, master. If you're itchy, you scratch, uh, you use your glove, scratch, you scratch it with glove as well. <laughs> Maybe the last finger. Hold. Uh, hold it, hold it, itch. <laughs> Let me pull out the, the glove first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, you know what? Yeah, actually, I might actually just take out my, my glove and just <laughs> scratch it. Just wasted just one glove. <laughs> just wasted one glove. <laughs> you don't take a, a, a stick or what, and I just scratch at it. <laughs> You know what? There is no foolproof answer to anything that we are we are seeing now, lah. But this, mm. uh, I think, just take the safest approach, lah. Like, mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So you see, Ruben has uh, given us, you know, so much to actually make the effort to, you know, go to the car to ensure that <laughs> there's no sound, no external sound affecting our recording. <laughs> so Ruben, thank you so much for the effort. And, thank you very uh, much. Yeah. No problem, man. We definitely would love to talk to you again. And uh, I think the next mm. time round, we'll be asking more of like opinions about, you know, certain things. Then uh, we can discuss further. You know, definitely great to have you. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you too. Take safe. care, man. Now, I'd just like to give a shout out to Royale for powering this whole, uh, you know, providing us with uh, their chairs, their gaming chairs for all of our studio people. And uh, so do visit mm-hmm. them at royale.sg, R-O-Y-A-L-E dot S-G to find out more. So uh, that wraps up uh, the podcast that we have today together with uh, our friend Ruben. 
So we would uh, definitely talk to more people uh, in time to come. And uh, yeah, so just stay at home, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to all of you soon again. All right, take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Three, Two, One Podcast by Paper Film Play.